Hey, welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. And today, we'll be talking about defining your success. So generally, we all have an idea of what success is, and this tends to be a life of luxury that can make us feel secure, and that's what we're all working towards on some level. But what I define luxury is going to be different from the way my neighbor defines it. So we're all striving for that. That's what the ultimate goal is. The idea of having that secure job that provides that lifestyle or somebody else providing that lifestyle for you. The definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim, commonly attaining fame, wealth, or social status. And many times, those around us affect how we view what success is, and we might not give it enough thought into defining what success means to us on an individual basis. The common things of having a beautiful spouse, wonderful children, a nice house, a nice car, a highly regarded job title, and abundance of cash seems like something that's desirable, but that's not the case for many of us. This cookie-cutter way of living is not going to fit many people. In fact, it can actually feel suffocating that they're being limited from what they truly desire, that they feel that they need something much more and different from what they've been told. And just because others are doing it and they seem happy with it doesn't mean it's going to be right for you. And when you think about it, we all have different perspectives that affect the values and the priorities that we all have. So naturally, we all should have different path to what success is. For some, it's more than just an accomplishment, but it's about a purpose, the reason for which you do something. So allow your unique perspective to help define what success is for you. When you can do that, you give yourself a better chance of enjoying the process of getting there that is going to drive you to operate with passion. Just know that whatever it is you define your success as, avoid waiting for confirmation or acceptance from those around you. While they may have your interest at heart, they don't see things the way you do, and they won't experience them the same way either. For some people, they haven't even thought to find what their own way should be, other than what's been conventionally been the norm. Remember, you're the one that has to live with yourself and not live with these other people. While they may think they're doing you some good by telling you what to do, ultimately, you got to make that choice for yourself to define what's the right path for you. And when you do, make sure you own it. The more you come to embrace this, the more irrelevant opinions of others will influence what your definition is. And if you remember... That failure along the way is not a bad thing. It's just something that's inevitable that is going to help you get to your success. So let's take a look at some ways on how you can define what success is for you. Begin by defining your values. For me, the thing I value is my time because I like to do what I want when I want. And this helps me operate at a higher level when I have this autonomy in my life. I've been in positions where I had other people who watched over me, and this would just irk me to the point of not wanting to be there at all. 
because I knew I didn't need somebody overseeing me. Another one of the things that I value is respect for myself and other people. So everyone has their own standard of how they should go about their day-to-day. Some people have higher or lower standards than others. But I've seen too many times where if that high standard is not met, respect is lost along the way because of how others decided to treat people. Positions, hierarchy, rankings, or titles mean very little to me because I believe everybody deserves to be treated with the same level of respect. I'll show the same level of respect to the CEO of a company or to the janitor of that same company. But sadly, many people don't do this simply because of a title is what determines how people are treated. But this also signals how much integrity a person has being able to look past titles. I also value my space both from a physical standpoint and a mental one. So I like to have a lot of green space around me with distance, but I also like my privacy of people not having tabs on me. And these values shaped what I define success as, which is a lifestyle to create an environment so people can live empowered to live life on their terms. And I felt the best fit for me was to break free from the pact so I can do it my way. All the places that I've been to or worked at was just very cookie cutter. Fit this mold, and if not, you're not cut out for this line of work. And what I found out, it's true. My irregularities do not align with the traditional sense of what success is. And you can do the same as well. I used to think that I was off a little bit because I would question if that's really right for me. And what I found out was I am off. Off from the norm, off from conforming, off to be my own person. Knowing what your values are will make clear what you're ultimately aiming to accomplish. Start with your passions because these are things you will do in your own free time. We all have passions whether we realize it or not. For some, following it comes really natural and they use it to measure their success. For others, maybe it's not as obvious, but it is within them. When you structure your life around passion, success will follow. Passionate people are more determined, less discouraged by setbacks, and have increased focus and efficiency. Knowing your passion and following it is a great starting point. Keeping it simple will save you time that helps you to know what to look for. Too many times the general definition of success is to be at the very top at what you're doing. This dog-eat-dog mentality breeds that all-or-nothing attitude that limits growth for all of us. Competition is sometimes seen as a threat that competitors need to be eliminated or at least be put down to stay ahead. But what is great about competition is that it makes us get better. The stronger the competition, the more we have to challenge ourselves and grow. So if you view competition as the other dogs will eat you, Then be better for it and just focus on yourself, not trying to eat them or be eaten. Just view it as competing against yourself so you're not constantly worried about comparing yourself to others. As long as you're getting better from where you were yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, or a year ago, you'll keep moving forward. If you look at the U.S. economy, about 99% is made up of small businesses and they're able to exist and thrive with these giant corporations. 
So success is not all about being the best at whatever it is you do. Another thing to try to do to define your success is envision what you see yourself doing on a day-to-day basis, including all the small details. Start by looking at how your ideal day would look like from what time would you wake up, what would you do in the morning, and who would you do it with, what activities would you do that you enjoy that's bigger than yourself, and who would you do it with. Would most of your day be spent at home, indoors or outdoors, traveling to the office or traveling long distance from one site to another? How many hours a day would you do what you intend to do and why would you do it? What food would you eat on a regular basis and would you make it yourself or would somebody make it for you? Would you go out to eat and enjoy the meal or would you just grab a quick bite and get back to what you were doing? What would you do in the evenings and what time would you go to bed? What would be the highlight of your day? What would be the low light of your day? What would be the boring stuff of your day that you're okay with? These types of questions might seem odd to ask yourself, but what many people come across is that they didn't see their life playing out that way because they were just going with the opportunities that had the least resistance. It's also going to be very crucial to know what you will not tolerate throughout your day. Knowing where you draw the line is going to be clear of the things to weed out from your life. When you don't know where you stand, different things will creep into your life and you will become okay with it since you have not defined what will be accepted and what will be rejected. So maybe you have a boss who's very demanding and demeaning at times and if you don't know that this is something you won't tolerate, then eventually you'll come to accept it and say, that's just the way my boss is. He's doing his job to ensure things are running smoothly. If you don't understand what you do want and what you don't, you'll tend to accept the things that come your way. And sometimes this can be good and sometimes this can be bad, depending on your perspective. Being unaware is more likely to keep you in the things you've already known and experienced. Asking yourself and answering these questions is going to give you a better idea of what exactly success looks like to you on a day-to-day basis. There are many high-achieving individuals who are so dedicated to what they do because they truly enjoy the process. If you don't enjoy the things you constantly do, does that mean success? It could be if the only thing that matters is achieving a certain outcome. When we pursue success, it is because in its simplest form, we are pursuing an emotion. We are seeking an internal satisfaction from an external thing that we're doing. Understand the emotions you're striving for because success comes down to enjoyable experiences. We seek food to satisfy our hunger. We seek doing good things for our loved ones to make sure they're well taken care of. And we pursue things like having financial freedom because it gives us security that that's one less thing to worry about. So whatever it is we do, ultimately we are chasing the things that trigger an emotion. And for most of us, the emotions we're ultimately trying to experience is that of happiness. But there's an array of different forms of happiness, such as laughter, pride, pleasure, feeling loved, in awe, excitement, curiosity, compassion, connectedness, abundance, admiration, empowerment, generosity, gratitude, inspiration, so many different ones that they all differ in some way. 
So you can experience pleasure from eating your favorite food or feeling connected by getting to know different people, feeling compassion by helping somebody in need, having admiration for meeting great people, uh, having pride for the rewards that you obtain, or feeling excitement for the possibilities of what the future holds. Whatever your success is, just know the feelings that are associated with what you're striving for. Also, be aware of those emotions that are going to be painful because they will come and you're going to have to endure them at some point to get to your road to success. You'll always experience emotions such as irritation, anger, worry, fear, and embarrassment. But you got to be able to manage when they arrive to not give in to them because if you do, you'll start to experience those petty emotions like jealousy, despair, and pity. These emotions can cloud your judgment, making you want to throw in the towel and give up, telling yourself it's too difficult. But going through these scenarios ahead of time will better prepare you to handle yourself in these low points. So have an understanding of which emotions you're chasing and which ones you're going to need to regulate will help you stay composed so you can continuously make strides when your world seems like it's just been rocked. For me, Getting this opportunity to build the Thriving Minds community the way I see fit makes me feel empowered. So that is the motion I'm seeking. And I want others to experience the same thing, but in their own way. I also know that I'm going to have to be able to manage anger, worry, and embarrassment as it comes my way and not let it dissuade me from my purpose that I have. Many times in the pursuit of what each of us determine what success is, There might be something like a physical reward, accolades, or other external reinforcements that makes us feel good about ourselves. One thing to ask yourself is if all those external things are removed from the part of your success, would you view the definition of success any differently? Sometimes all the rewards that come with a certain level of success entices us to pursue them, that it can cloud us from the right reasons to do it. So if your dream is to become a musician because of the fame that comes along with it, then that's going to be very difficult to feel that fire to be good at what you do. But if you do it because you like to create music that uplifts you and people and brings them together for the better, then this is going to fuel you in those tough times. Or some people may want to start their own business for the primary reason of making a lot of money. But if that's the main reason, then the motivation for it may not be as strong. Now, maybe if you say you want to start your own business because you truly value the opportunity to have more freedom so you can let your creative side flow, then that's going to give you greater motivation internally and is a great reason to do so. There are times where that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow can make us look past that long, hard struggle of what you're about to go through to reach that end goal, that it might not be as rosy and as smooth as you might have envisioned. And when you happen to find that out and your reason for doing it is not strong enough, then you're more likely to give up on it. If this is the case, then maybe that is not the right definition of success for you. Aim to have a strong enough reason internally of why you define what success is to you. Having the motivation with little to no attachments to external factors will be a foundational piece to sustainably striving for your success.
remind yourself as you go through this process to avoid comparing yourself to others. Just because your next door neighbor is a highly successful real estate agent doesn't mean that'll be your path. It can be natural to think, well, if they can do it, so can I. But your perspective is coming from a different place than from theirs. If you're looking to them as a reference point, then you'll keep looking to them in that same manner. So my mom has her own business cleaning homes for many people. And my mom would always talk about how much she valued her time and she wanted to do things on her own terms. And I remember one time my mom told me of one of her clients was a well-established, high-achieving lawyer. And he had an incredible amount of workload. And one day he comes out of his home office and my mom is there cleaning. And he tells her, you have the best job in the world. And my mom asked him, why would you say that? And he says that she's passionate about her work. And it shows in how she conducts herself and the results she produces. He then tells her, I wish I could just quit and do what you do. And my mom tells him, but you can. And he says, no, I can't. I've actually seen his home and it's really impressive and a really nice neighborhood. But I remember when I visited that one time, I thought, wow, this is a really nice home, but I would not want to be a part of it because of the responsibility that's tied along with it. A home like that would require probably a job that would consume all of my time and I eventually would become burnt out and not enjoy it. So from the outside, it might seem like everybody has it all figured out. But what we don't know is what they're going through and the commitments that they've made that feels like they're locked in. Sometimes those external rewards pacify us into thinking, I'll do this just a little bit longer and just a little bit longer until half of your life has been doing that. That once you get to the point of wanting to walk away from what you're doing, those external rewards are there to divert your attention away from how much it might be sacrificing your happiness. Those rewards can become a coping mechanism that makes you dependent on it. So things like praise from others, a big bonus, a big trophy, signal your effort was worthy, just keeps you coming back for more. And it blinds you from seeing the long term to only focus on the right now. And it almost feels like you've done this to the point of no return. But just know if that's the case, you can always change. It might be difficult at first, but eventually you'll be on the road to finding what's right for you. And once you're able to define what success is to you, falling short of it is going to happen. But that just means to keep going. And if you remember, failure is just part of the process. It's willing to be able to try again and again, coming up short, but knowing that eventually you'll break through. So we know that it's not only success or only failure. It is not an all or nothing scenario. This is a system that works in cohesion that builds on each other. Success is merely what you're striving for and ultimately should be at the forefront. At the very core, success should entail a level of continuous growth that you should be making. It is the way you live that is always in motion and is not merely posted on a wall or a shelf to show how great you are. They are notable recognition of what you've accomplished, but not the entire story of yourself or where you draw your strength from. But then over time, 
your definition of success will change as you progress into different parts of your life. Each one of our lives has different phases, and these phases we all have might have slight differences in definitions of success, or it can be quite drastic. This change will come from that perspective that you develop through all the different experiences that you've gained. As we start off our lives, it's all about enjoying the things all around us, allowing our curiosity and imagination to lead the way. But then as you start to approach the teenage and adult years, it becomes a lot more about the end result, which is why success tends to be so focused on because it's a measuring tool of whether your performance was good enough or not. And in these years, that energy that you have with the ambition come together to form potentially magnificent results if you're really willing to see the process through. Make sure to foster both of these because there'll come times in your life will be much easier to cave in because of the obstacles along the way. Some people are going to want to see you fall, so make sure to keep them away from you. Keep that energy away because it can be infectious. Once you reach a certain level of success, you'll start to search for something more, and this is when that definition will change. This is just something that naturally happens when the foundation of success is about progress. A fixed mindset can be at the top and will constantly try to prove themselves for validation doing the same thing over and over again, remaining in place, seeking approval that they are worthy. A growth mindset will want to move on to different challenges once their interest has peaked, where they become motivated from an internal want for the next worthwhile pursuit. And generally what changes is more abundance may help you realize that you had more than enough. And it becomes about giving back to others to help them succeed at whatever they choose. So at the age of 29, maybe your definition of success is to build a highly successful company, generating revenue of $8 billion in sales, and employing people that enjoy the work environment and have a comfortable living. But then maybe at the age of 58, your definition of success would be providing more opportunities to less privileged communities so they can thrive. Or sometimes what changes our perspective is an eye-opening experience in a short period of time that makes us reevaluate the values we have. Where it could have been all about hard work, constantly pursuing the next business adventure, which would leave you with less time to enjoy with your family and friends, to working less and making more time with your loved ones because of maybe experiencing a health-related issue that made you realize that time well spent is critical to living a quality life. Ultimately, make success all about your purpose. And your purpose is something greater than yourself. The reason for why you do anything. Because once you find that, it'll pull you in that direction. Those days you feel down or lazy of not wanting to do anything... That purpose you have reminds you of a greater contribution beyond yourself. There's only so much pleasure we can individually enjoy, but when you serve a purpose, your excitement and passion further leads the way that makes you want to share with others so they can experience the same thing. That connectedness forms strong bonds that create wonderful memories that improve the quality of our lives. We can all probably recall our greatest memories way better and faster 
than we can our greatest material things. It is why we reminisce that brings us that sensation of nostalgia of wanting to do it again. One of my favorite memories is when my mom rode with me on an elephant. I was probably just five years old and she's actually repulsed by animals with any sort of smell. And if you don't know, elephants have this strong musky odor to them. But my mom got on just for the sake of making me happy. And that always stayed with me. And we actually had our picture taken. And I just remember when I see it, both of us are just elated. But if I recall my favorite physical thing, I do not have one really. Maybe food and water. But, you know, these material things in our lives do not have as strong of a connection to us unless it's a memorable experience that's attached with it. So those memories that you decide to create will determine how successful you feel and not the physical rewards alone. Being purpose-driven will enhance the quality of what you do in everything you do. For some, living out their purpose is what success is all about because it brings them fulfillment. That no amount of wealth and recognition will live up to knowing the fundamental things to drive you to do what you do. It's almost like you gain a sense of this enormous power that drives you to operate with a high amount of conviction. Even in those times where things become unclear and in some cases daunting, you still have that confidence to figure things out. Almost as if uncertainty does not weigh you down because that self-doubt has been put away. And being able to live with purpose strips away at all the distractions so you know what exactly to focus on. It can be very difficult to operate without a purpose because of the tendency of not knowing what to do that can lead to mistakes that trigger that self-doubt. Almost as if indecision is what becomes predominant because you might be looking to know if what you're doing is right. But once you're able to find your purpose, a greater confidence is unleashed that makes you better equipped to handle the rough storms ahead and truly appreciate the opportunities you have. So just remember, success is how you define it. And don't let others influence you to think that you should follow their version of what success. Find your right fit, be patient with yourself, and just take the time to think what's going to work for you. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at thrivingminds.live. All right, until next time.